Ladies and gentlemen, boys and it. girls. Welcome back to the Ellie and Jared podcast. We are so thrilled to have our guests on today. We have Andrew and Sean Johnson East. Is that is that how you guys say it? Is that the proper what's the proper introduction for you guys? <laughs> That's perfect. A lot of people go Sean Johnson and Andrew East. Sometimes there's a hyphen. I think officially it's just East. It's just East. Just <laughs> East. It but is officially everyone... just East. Yes. yes. Because... It always has been. It's just like, so... I just kept for like brand purposes, uh-huh. you know, I don't know. <laughs> well, we, you know, some people say you got to respect the hyphen. Like Spider-Man, respect the hyphen, right? So, so I didn't, I didn't know this until I married Andrew, but his his whole family all the women that like married into the family they got rid of their middle name made their maiden name their middle name mm-hmm. and then their married new last name is their last name yeah i never heard of that before and uh-huh. so that's what i like actually did mm-hmm. but it sounds like a hyphen which is kind of you know. Yeah, I I didn't have a middle name, and so the thought was, oh well, when you get married, it'll your middle name will be Griffiths, so Ellie Griffiths, and then your Ellie Griffiths Meekum. But when I got yeah. married, I just thought, I'm just gonna make this simple. It's just Ellie Meekum. She didn't so want anything to do Griffiths. with her family. I was just like, it's simple. Every all my legal stuff is always just Ellie Meekum. Super simple. Yeah. Did your parents just kind of forget to fill in that blank on the birth certificate? <laughs> yeah. They did that happened? with all of their girls. Yeah. yeah. Is that weird? I like, I like that. it. But I think yeah. they did it for the marriage reason is so they wouldn't have to have so, such so a interesting. Long name. My grandma's name is Betty Lou Cole Choles Meekum Jones. No. Wow. She she got remarried after her husband passed away. So her oh. married name was Betty Lou Cole Choles Meekum. So like it's, it's like it's it's, yeah, there's too like much. four hyphens. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, thanks so much for taking the time to sit down with us and have a conversation. For those listening, we did a podcast on their podcast channel, a couple things. It, when it's available, we'll let you know. You guys can listen to it. It's it, We laughed a lot. It, we talked about kids. We talked about <laughs> sex, marriage. It was great. So you'll All of yes. the fun things you like hearing about <laughs> from us, right? But one of the first questions that you asked us, I want to ask you guys. I don't know a ton about you guys as a couple. I've seen a few things on the Instagram and YouTube and everything, but I would love to know your how you guys met story. We want to take a minute and thank today's sponsor, which is Mucus Clear. You know, one of the worst things that can happen in the perfect day, week, or month is phlegm, congestion, allergies, and colds. Those are the worst. Well, Mucus Clear is going to help you with that. It's an all-natural solution for phlegm and congestion. It's safe to use. All Mucus Clear products are free of added gluten, artificial colors, flavors, and preservatives, and they're never tested on animals. And homeopathic remedies have no known side effects or interactions with prescription medication or herbal supplements, so it's safe to use for all ages. And did I say it's easy? Because it is. Just add a few drops to your favorite beverage drink and feel your sinuses clear right up. And there's something for everyone. If you suffer from nighttime congestion like Ellie does... Try Mucus Clear Nighttime. It has all the same great benefits as Mucus Clear while promoting a restful night's sleep. And for the little ones in your family, check out the Mucus Clear Junior and Mucus Clear Junior Nighttime. They provide the same relief from runny noses, sniffing, sneezing, and congestion, so you can feel good about helping your kids feel better. I think my favorite thing about it is how easy it is to use compared to other things. You just put a few drops in your drink. That's it. It's so quick, it's so easy, and you'll feel the results very, very fast. For Ellie and Jared listeners, we got a cool promo for you. You can save 15% plus free shipping on your order with the promo code EJ15 at mucus-clear.com. That's 15% off plus free shipping on your order with promo code EJ15 at mucus-clear.com. With tax season fresh on our minds, we can't help but think of the state of our finances and how we can better plan for the future. One way to plan ahead is with an estate plan. With trustandwill.com, you can create a fully customizable legal will, trust, or guardianship in all 50 states in as little as 10 minutes right from the comfort of your home. With a live support available, Trust and Will makes it so easy to confidently create an estate plan that matches your needs. Do you have kids? Well, guardianships start at just $39. Or for just $30 more, you can get a will to protect your kids and your assets. Do you own a home? Then consider a trust which starts at just $399. Organize your affairs this season with trustandwill.com. 
Plus, Ellie and Jared listeners get 10% off your purchase of a guardianship, will, or trust by visiting trustandwill.com slash Ellie and Jared. That's trustandwill.com slash Ellie and Jared to automatically receive 10% off your purchase of a guardianship, will, or trust. You want to do it or do you want me to do it? Okay. So I went to the 2012 London Olympics to work, not to compete. Still, that's amazing. (laughs) Um, We'll get into that. She's on our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I was there as a correspondent and I went to a USA cycling event because one of my really good friends was competing and I wanted to go watch him. He was actually my quote unquote boyfriend Mm -hmm. used in the most light heart, like, light way ever are you saying that just because your husband's right there (laughs) i mean this is all in the past it's okay (laughs) ellie had lots of boyfriends before me i've been trying to convince andrew that he wasn't like a serious boyfriend for all of our eight years that's amazing and he was like my quote-unquote boyfriend at the 2008 olympics when i was 16 years old and we we barely even held hands let alone exchanged note cards i mean it was nothing, but he became a really good friend of mine. And he's the one, when I went to watch him race in London, I was sitting with his teammate, whose name is Guy East. He was a USA cyclist as well. And we talked for like four hours because these races are forever long. And all he wanted to talk about was his younger brother named Andrew. Oh, I had to meet. And he said, when you get back to the States, we need to set something I was living in LA at the time. He's like, my brother will fly out. You guys should meet. I think you'd be perfect for him. Guy, the and ultimate wingman. Your yeah. brother. That's so cute. And I ended up asking my friend that I that was racing about the East family. And he's like, oh my gosh, you would be perfect for this family. They're amazing. Aww. And he he's the one that kind of like pushed me to meet Andrew. So... Yeah, so we went on a first date. And wait, wait hold terribly. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. <laughs> the guy was stupid enough to let you go, huh? Yeah, first of all, this yeah. boyfriend of yours is just like, yeah. Is, is like he a like, dip-wad. Is he like, it was yeah, weird, he'd be good. Those... <laughs> Not better than me, but. Like, we so clearly were friends. Yeah. Okay. And we like tried to be more than friends and it was like very weird. And we we're like, no, no, we're meant to be friends. I love so that. he was all for it. Is he still like a friend to this day? He is. Oh, yeah. Okay. I won't okay. call him a different I was going to say my like. Friend, Jared. <laughs> not my friend. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so before, before you get into talking about the first date, you flew from where to where to even meet in the first place. You guys, have you guys talked before? Have, is this like the first time? It's a blind date. What's that like? Okay. So we, I created my Twitter account. This is like the first social media account I had just so I could tweet at Sean and say, <laughs> I'll on the, on the Vanderbilt college campus tour and then i got that's a what his brother told me he's like and because i was looking to go to stanford or vanderbilt and i had deferred college for four years already so andrew was already there and his brother was like you should definitely check out vanderbilt my brother's there he'll give you a tour that's kind of nice. like how he was setting it up <laughs> so i got a number i got a number we had one phone call and then she sent me a drunk text and invited me out to la yeah very and bad. I, very bad. i took the bait and then i i had <laughs> so a that's bad all you have night. to do <laughs> i had a bad night with like an old, very serious ex-boyfriend. An- another boyfriend. How many okay, boyfriends are we to talk about okay. in this episode? I knew we'd be best friends. I was going to say, you and Ellie are sounding more and more alike. <laughs> it was like the only serious boyfriend I had ever had. And it was like a bad night where he was, we were having arguments or something. We weren't together. And one of my girlfriends was like, if you could go on a date with anybody right now, who would it be? And I was like, oh, I'm really curious about this Andrew East guy. So I texted him at... It had to have been like midnight. I was sitting in my apartment drinking wine with one of my best friends. And he didn't respond. He So I went to sleep, woke up to a text at like 8 a.m. that said, I'm on a flight. I'm no way! And I was like, oh, uh, what has just happened? Yeah, Were you so excited that you're like, okay. And you jumped on a like, flight? Oh, I was excited. Sean <laughs> yeah. was not excited. I was like, who? <laughs> 
who responds to a midnight text and jumps on a plane? That's the cutest like, thing. <laughs> well, okay. There, I'm also oh. so shy and not forward. I have so and many so, questions. Yeah. Okay, let's let's break. The, this is the most amazing thing. I thought our story was good. This is so great. Okay, you're on. You're um, at Vanderbilt giving a tour, right? Are you showing her anything more than your apartment? Oh, hold on. No, I was not an official tour guide. That was just my line. That I know. Missed. That's what I... <laughs> so no, it was it was pretty much only the things that I wanted her to see. Which yeah, So you which... went back to your place and hung out and talked, right? Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> it was actually the most epic tour of Vanderbilt ever. So he took me on a tour of Nashville. He took me to his apartment where I met like all of his best friends, which was awesome. And then we went to a Vanderbilt baseball game. Fun. But instead of going into the stadium... There was a parking garage right next to it. And we went to the rooftop where everyone brought all of their like trucks. And we had like this tailgate grill out with all of his friends. And you could see the entire field and watch the baseball game at the same time. It was amazing. That's John's so doing all the deeds. She's excited to be on the show here today. Oh, that's <laughs> what we were that's excited. So that, cute. That's so fun. Okay. And then uh, give, for context, you said you deferred college for four years. What's yes. the, what, how old are you guys? What are, what are your ages? So 21, exactly. Yeah, I think that's right. You're both 21 at this time. Yes. Okay. And then how soon after did you um, fly back and then text him? How long after the tour was that? Okay. So small clarification. When he flew out, I was actually, I was living in LA and I was currently on dancing with the stars which oh I'm not trying to, like, okay okay can, oh I, can I have gosh. a i have a question Sean. who who is your dance partner Derek hush okay and was gosh was was ashley costa a dancer then what season were you at there um that sounds so familiar so one of my really really great friends his name's mike costa he was a producer on dancing with the stars and his now oh, wife yes yeah his now wife was a dancer and that that's how they met so he's like uh, my super good friend and it, they're, I mean, they're just the most amazing couple. So that's so funny. We've been twice. Love the show. It's so fun. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. So Andrew, I was living there and texted him. So he flew from Nashville to LA at our first date in LA, which it was sweet, but I was not interested. Ooh. So it didn't go well. Oops. After he flew? It went- I know. I know. Yeah. What did he do that was not? You guys are so cute. I love seeing like how... you. What did I do, Sean? Yeah. You were what so What did sweet. I do? Okay. So if we get down to like therapist issues, I had trust <sighs> problems. Okay. I was not ready for a relationship. And he came in here and he was the sweetest, most perfect individual I'd ever met in my entire life. He That's like. What happened? He walked. He was the most like by the book gentleman I'd ever met. That I thought it was too good to be like true. malintent. Yeah. I thought you had like hidden in, a hidden agenda. Which I feel and, like in today's day and age, some that's something you have to be aware of and look out for. Yes. Catfishing absolutely. is like a real well, thing. I had my guard up so much after the Olympics because I had been on dates with people where they had, you know, hidden agendas or I found out there is some creepy fan from the Olympics or something like this. Is this a good time to say that I actually am a creepy fan? Um, (laughs) And it was just funny because we had, we had a great time. You just, he just seemed so just too perfect. And then at the end of the night, I don't want to say it it was this, but it it was kind of strange where I was like, where are you guys staying? Can I drive (laughs) you guys back to your hotel? Shut up. They didn't have one. And he's like, we're just going to sleep in our car tonight. Yeah, who's, that's uncomfortable. Like, You're like, me? you and just I was like, spent what? the money on a ticket. Yeah. Yeah. And I, exactly. Like you spend the money on the ticket. You flew all the way out here and you're going to sleep in your car. So I took it as kind of like a hidden agenda type thing. I lived in at that time in a two bedroom apartment and it was with my best friend. And because we were trying to be so kind, I was like, do you need a place to stay? And they're like, yeah, that'd be great. And I was like, oh, no. I felt so just like uh, this guy. Yeah, that was weird. So me I and my best friend locked ourselves in one of the bedrooms. Did you sleep put, at all pushed, that like, night? <laughs> no, we like pushed something against the door. I was like, I hope they're not like axe murderers. 
But yeah. then I felt bad because I woke up and there was this handwritten letter that was like, that was the kindest thing you could have done. They like cleaned the place. It was so sweet. I know. Aww. And then he went back to Nashville. Yeah. I cannot believe you flew. That's amazing. Like, uh, I'm shocked. That is the cutest dang love story I have ever heard. That's like movie stuff where it's like the guy wakes up, he has breakfast made already, and he's like, Oh, don't hope you don't mind. I just whipped up something real quick. And it's like a seven yeah. course <laughs> breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, yeah it's a so pretty, did you leave story. before she woke up and came out, or were you there? Because, mm-hmm. okay. And so you saw the note, you read the note. What were your thoughts after that? I, I had fun. I think in my mind, there was no way it was going to work. He lived in Nashville. I was busy with the show. I thought he was too good. It was just like, there was just no way. Yeah. But he kept kind of like pursuing me for almost nine months. (laughs) Wow. I strung you along. I'm so sorry. Nine months. I'm so sorry. But then ended up sending me the sweetest message. I mean, we had kind of been talking on and off. Um, for nine months. And then at like the nine month mark, he sent me this long, so cheesy message, like out of the notebook saying, will you please accompany me? If you say no, I promise I'll leave you alone forever. It's just like, whatever. <laughs> and I was like, I will do this. And I flew out to Nashville and it was on that tour of Na- of Vanderbilt. I fell head over heels. Oh, oh my oh. gosh. So those were flipped. The yes. tour of oh, okay. LA first and then Vandy baseball. The whole oh, time. I love this. That makes so more much. sense yeah. to me with the whole putting your guard up. I like that makes yes. a lot more sense. This is such a cute story. That is so. <laughs> so when you would watch Sean on Dancing with the Stars, which I'm sure you did, right? <laughs> after I, after we went on that date in, in LA, yeah, I watched. I watched her, but not before. not before. I wasn't before. like a creepy fan. I really wasn't. I don't. I, didn't think. And you didn't Jared. say like that. Yep. That's my girlfriend. Jared, tonight, <laughs> let's pull up one of her seasons. I want to watch one of them. Yeah. That's so fun. Oh, well, and we'll see if Ashley's on it. Ashley, yeah. she's such a great dancer. We kind of did like this fake dancing with the stars for a YouTube convention called CVX Live. But I had this one thing. We, we nailed our dance in practice. We it had was so, so much fun. good. And there was this one part where I would grab Ellie's ankle and her wrist and, and I would swing. spin her yeah. around and yeah most of the time it was in the performance my foot slipped on the stage and i nearly smacked her head onto the stage it was and the whole audience went (gasps) (gasps) and he did it though we like ended it so well but like it definitely had people on their toes we had so much fun learning the dance it's like we fell in love again it was like a new form of like communication yeah so after the nine months dance anymore you need to It's not that I don't dance. I just, it's, I don't know how to dance. When you're on Dancing with the Stars, you have one of the best professionals in the world literally pushing you around the dance floor. Mm -hmm. They basically dance for you. I love that. I I don't know how to just dance ballroom. I can't just whip out the cha-cha. Cha-cha. So nine months, you, you say, you know, the whole notebook, what do you want? What do you want? (laughs) Maybe it's not that scene. How soon after that do you guys start dating more and when do you get married? So after Sean came to Nashville, we pretty much hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. We spent a whole week together mm-hmm. and then went two days, you left town and then we spent the whole next week together. And then I invited her to my brother's wedding and then she moved to Nashville and pretty much hasn't left my side since. Nope. Oh, that's <laughs> I, I think I moved that. to Nashville four months. I moved to Nashville four months after we started dating. Yeah. So who's after a creepy first, one now? Like, second date. <laughs> Ellie. Yeah. <laughs> he just he just visited. She moved. So did you <laughs> tell tell me about college? Did you were you guys going to college at the same time? Sean, did you go to college? You know what was that like? So Andrew was at Vanderbilt. I had applied and got in. And then went to start and then signed on to another show. And the show they built wouldn't work together. Celebrity Apprentice. <laughs> Whoa. Just real quick brag. Yeah. That's amazing. It, yeah. Wow. So did you get on the show then? I did. I did. And how- they don't have any online classes. So it wasn't going to work with me traveling and being gone for three months. 
So I ended up transferring to Penn State Online, mm-hmm. where I did a year of online college, paid a fortune for it and got so mad because you could Google all the answers. And I was like, there's no purpose in this education. So I did not go back for a second year. That's Sean's okay. A good advocate for for higher level education, <laughs> as you can see. I knew no, we were best I, friends. Okay. <laughs> My whole thing was okay. I love college. I think college yes. is amazing. I had so many years of life experience where I was in contracts and I was yeah. giving speeches and doing everything that I learned so much. And when I would have this college arguing with me that I had to take a speech class where I had just spoken to like MIT. Yeah. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. I totally, you know? I can, I, I can totally that. see that. But the experience that you have is far more valuable than anything else. Well, and I think college is amazing. Had I gone straight to college from high school, I think it's brilliant. And if you like, there are so many careers where college is so beneficial, but I think there's some careers where you learn you learn it on the streets. Yeah. Yeah. Ellie is I, I love both. That's Ellie. I love I love both scenarios. You know, I grew up with my dad teaching us like you graduate, you go to college, you get a job for 40 years mm-hmm. and then you retire, whatever it is. And he changed his tune when Jared married into our family because Jared's family and the way Jared thought was a little differently even though Jared went to college. I got, I have a degree in exercise science and I am. And he's never that. used it, which, <laughs> which I'm still glad that he has, but it's, it just goes to show like there is no right or wrong. It's like, whatever's going to work for you will work. Yeah. Sometimes you Preach. make your own career. Like that's, that's mm-hmm. exactly what we've done with social media is that. So Andrew, you're in business school or were in business school. Did you get your bachelor's master's? Tell us about school. Yeah, I had, a, I had a pretty sweet gig, actually. So I miraculously got a college scholarship to play football. Yeah! Um, I, and I ended up having enough college credit to have the scholarship cre- cover the graduate school as well. So by the time I graduated and was ready to sign my contract, I had gotten my undergraduate in civil engineering and then also my MBA. And then I went straight in to play with the Chiefs. And then that's when our whole journey took a wild twist because I was going to play in the NFL for like 10 years, got cut after three months. And that's how we started on YouTube because I was bored and kind of didn't know what to do with my life. And so we were planning a wedding and I started filming us trying wedding cakes and here we are. I I love love that. that. It's, it's funny how sometimes. I want to redo on our wedding. Oh, we totally will. (laughs) We were supposed to do that for our 10 year and it didn't work. So the, I have so many questions about football. I love football. I played football. I'm not a big guy in any sense of the word. I have no place on the football field, maybe center bench or right next to the water. Um, (laughs) So what position did you play in, in college? I was a linebacker and long snapper. You know what that is? You yes. know what that is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't it, think it, Jared it knows a... what long snapping is. I, don't. I know exactly what long snapping is, Ellie. Come on. Uh, it, it is a very, how should I say it? I was going to say random, but I'll say specialized that it's like a mix between, I don't know, like a baseball and I have, I don't know. It's its own thing. You throw a ball between your legs. So cool. that's what it is. But getting it to the the place holders hands like that's i mean and okay i learned way too much about long snapping the and then defending right yeah. they have to control how many rotations the ball does like to the half rotation and to get the lines it would be fascinating he'd have like the is it the kicker or the punter i don't know anything uh, else about football it's the punter the punter whoever's catching the ball if they have certain preferences of like they don't like to see the laces or they like the laces on the left or the right the long snapper has to control Learn that. <gasps> yeah. And then they, they have to do all of it in less than. If it's a kick, it's got to be less than 1.3 seconds. And mm-hmm. if it's a punt, it's got to be less than 2.1. So, But if it's 1.4, oh no. Watch out. It, That's there's crazy. A, a, there's a tiny margin of error, which kind of, it kind of feels like that in our marriage now too. So that hasn't left. Can like, I call like, them the you didn't get my say? joke, but go ahead, Jeffrey. Yeah, sure, <laughs> <laughs> I got too excited. <laughs> Okay, so one of our first dates in Nashville. Andrew's showing me around his apartment. Don't say this. 
Oh yes, yeah, say it. Too late. It's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> it's embarrassing. I want to hear. We love it. embarrassing yeah. stories. Ellie will throw me under the bus after this. He, you know how everybody wants to impress one another. So yeah. you just you try everything. Oh jeez. <laughs> he, he asked me if I will catch one of his his snaps. Yeah. In the in the apartment. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what long snapping is at that time. I'm never, I don't know anything about it. I was like, sure. And I, again, yeah, trying to snap. be cool. So I'm like, yeah, duh, sure. It's snap yeah. it to me. <laughs> and those suckers go 30 miles an hour. Yeah, close to 40. Close to 40, casual. He snaps it, managed to get out of the way, like a missile coming out my head, sit into the drywall. Oh, it's just embarrassing. It's- <laughs> Sweet long snapping skills. Oh my gosh. Uh, It literally stuck in the drywall. And I was like, you wanted me to catch this? You're like, my arm would have broke off. It's really cute. Did you keep it there? You're really cute. I would have kept it in the drywall. That's amazing. That is so cool. I mean, Sean, have you, you know, be honest, have you not shown off any gymnastic skill before? I mean, maybe you haven't like broken any drywall. But have you, you done like a a full layout or something like, like that? Handstand. I think look, probably the first time I ever took you to a gym, I was kind of like, hmm, watch this. So check this. This out. is a. I would say this is a interesting part of our relationship. I knew going into dating Sean that all she ever talked about was gymnastics and and dancing with the stars, probably second most. Uh-huh. And so we really didn't talk about gymnastics at all because that's what you saw in. No, because something. because when anybody meets you, it just like that's all they want to talk about. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you were trying to not talk about. You want to talk about gymnastics and dancing at the stars? Hey, I'm an Olympic gymnast. You want to <laughs> yeah. ask me questions? No. no, no. It's just like when when you meet someone who's famous for one thing, like yeah. gymnastics. That's all that person talks about. So I was very strategic. I like Smart you, know, you got to realize that there's more to the. Person. The person, yeah, totally. But we really didn't talk about gymnastics for like six months. That's amazing. So, yeah, I loved it. Well, you're smart because that is true. Just remind me not to ask any more gymnastics questions on here. Thanks. No, let's ask all the while we have them here. No, I know, I know exactly what you mean because, in the nicest way, like when Jared and I would go out to dinner with family for a minute, yeah. mm-hmm. I would always have my hand on his leg and I'd kind of squeeze it and like change the subject. Like, it's like, Oh, mm-hmm. what are you doing now? The numbers. It was yeah. like, mm-hmm. it was like, it was so much that I didn't even care about it myself that mm-hmm. I didn't want to have to like, you want a little break from, I didn't want to have to teach either. And it was like, well, how do you do that? Or how do you, and it was just like, okay, we're done. Like, and I'd squeeze his leg. I'm like, let's go. I'm mm-hmm. done. Do you guys do the leg squeeze? We do that a lot. Or we I do I do the little like hit. I like tap his leg. Or she'll just glare at me. She'll yeah. just stare at me with these intense eyes. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'll, I just want to leave so I don't have to deal with that. So stare anymore. <laughs> for, for those listening who don't know what we're talking about, as a couple, you kind of have like signals that you give each other when you're in an awkward moment. You don't want to talk about something. Ellie's and well, mine and Ellie's is, is a little like leg squeeze. So we'll we'll have. We're or holding hands, hands or we're holding each other's legs. And it's just like a little, duh, duh, and you just know like, that it's like, okay, we'll wrap up, okay, wrap up, go. change the subject, <laughs> do whatever you wrap need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so you guys do the glare, <laughs> you guys do, do the, the hit, the, the hand hit. <laughs> you guys need yeah. to do something more secretive. <laughs> I know that's a little conspicuous. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just about to say the, the, I would say the thing that I do most is because Sean gives me this glare and I just can't deal with it. I'll just verbally blare out like, all right, well, Sean and I have to take off. Good talk. Or like, yeah, all right, we're not going to so talk awkward. about this. So Actually, that's amazing. Ellie would prefer <laughs> yeah. that I do that. I like usually, I do a long rap. It's like, oh, all I'm right. just like, get to the point. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait for the subject to change now. Do you mind talking a little bit more about your experience from going from college to NFL and ultimately getting cut from the Chiefs? No, I, I'd love to. I think I think a lot of it has to do with expectations. And then also... Um, I think like, like self, self worth and self confidence. I really thought that the only thing I could do in life was play football. And so when I got picked up by the chiefs, everything was going like pretty, pretty much clean. I signed like a four year contract and it was, it I mean, was that's gotta smoothly. be one of the greatest days of your life at that point is signing a contract with a professional team. 
Oh man, I'll never forget it. It was I signed as a free agent. There's not a lot of long snappers picked up in the NFL draft, but I had I think like four or five different teams that wanted me to sign with them. You know, I got like I got the signing bonus. It was the first time I got play uh, paid to play football, and it was it was such an amazing start to what I didn't know was going to be like this wild journey. And I walked into the situation as the clear favorite for the for the position they had me as like a blue a blue chip prospect and you know they they had all in in what, what am I trying? yeah they had all intention of keeping me on the, on the team for the first time in my life i struggled with like this almost anxiety of all i was seeing all i could focus on was football because there was no other outlet for me. It was just me in Kansas City. Sean couldn't join me. She was on the road. I didn't have school like you do in college sports. And so all I was, I was just like, I was just like overly consumed with thinking about football. I feel like some people do that in life, like about too, like job, really yeah. you're single and like trying to date. And then it's like, it ultimately you, you kind of weigh yourself down by thinking about something too much. So I got cut because my performance was the worst it's ever been since like probably elementary school. I was like terrible when I went mm. to the pros just because no. I couldn't deal with the mental. So anyway, fast forward five years, I got cut seven times, signed, so I got cut eight times, signed seven and ended up making uh, my, my dream of playing an NFL game come true after five years of you know getting picked up, getting wow. dropped, getting picked up. And uh, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't trade it for anything, but it was wild. That, I can't imagine, like you said, like one, the anxiety of it. I'm sure you are just feeling the pressure from the team, from players, from yourself. And so many times going through that experience, how would you say is a, a way that you coped with that? How did you overcome that mental challenge? Or did you just work through it? <laughs> like some people, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think I did it well or like a very nasty way to begin with. At first, the, like when I first got released by the Chiefs, I spent like three months literally just hanging out on the couch and I signed up to be an Uber driver because it was the only thing I, you know, I thought I could do. And keep in mind, you know, I had, I had a degree from a pretty good, I had two degrees from a pretty good school. So I don't know what, like the, what? You're too humble. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know. You casually like, have my MBA. I was in a <laughs> slump and I feel like a lot of people. Hit oh, that yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people will, you know, um, I don't know if resort is the, the right word, but they feel like they're at rock bottom. So that's where they are living and looking and feeling. Yeah. it's it, You kind of get caught up in this echo chamber of like somber if, thoughts and like, if I'm not good enough confidence. for this, what am I good enough for? Right. And so ultimately, like I said, I, I realized after three months of just like not having anything satisfying happening in my life that I had to do something because it was the only way that I was going to figure out that I could do anything, if that makes sense. So we started filming YouTube videos. I figured out how to edit and, you know, learn Final Cut and all the different nuances and had a blast, just like you were t- talking about, you feel like when you make a video, you're like creating something. And I had so much fun learning that process. And then I kind of, it's amazing. And, and I had never had that artistic side, I guess, like express because as an athlete, you're kind of just, you know, it's all physical. And so it was really fun for me to get to explore that. And so I, I kind of dealt with it. I didn't deal with it for three months. And then I went to the other end of the spectrum of how to deal with this anxiety and like kind of, you know, low self-confidence by, I dealt with it through distractions. Mm -hmm. And when I got signed by the Seahawks, which is the second team, I literally did when I was on the practice field, I would do and everything to not think about football, which again is not good because you're a professional athlete and like you need to, you need to take a lot of ownership doing. Right. And so I, I really kind of took that approach for like two and a half years. And then I think when I, when I was four years into the whole getting cut and buying that whole roller coaster, I realized that like my self-worth was more than just football. And that's when I started having fun playing again. And I started performing way better as a result. And so it it took me a while to get there though. Yeah. That's so great. So now where you are, are you happy? Oh my gosh. Well, we just had a a daughter. She's five months old. Yeah. And yeah, dude, (laughs) it's the best. It's the best. And, and Sean and I get to create, content pretty much on it. No, on a daily basis. Yeah. we do. And so 
I've fully made the transition out of athletics, but I don't know. It's kind of like, it's kind of like what we were talking about when Sean and I were dating, not talking about gymnastics and like focusing on just one aspect. I felt like, I felt, I feel like everyone, Sean as, as the person I was dating and now my wife and me as an athlete, like there's just so much more to one person and to yeah. like overemphasize one aspect of them can be unhealthy in whatever sense. So, Oh, yeah. absolutely. Well, I appreciate yeah. you answering that. I think, you know, for me, losing the pole vaulting ability was like one of the hardest things. Or I mean, mm. just the physicality, like not being able to run or jump. Like, I mean, athleticism was my life. And losing mm. that was like such a hard thing. But I'm at a point in my life now where, like you said, I find that there's so much more to me as a person than just how high I could jump with a, mm-hmm. a, a pole vaulting pole. And, you know, it's, it's me with my family. It's me with my kids. It's, you know, the, how I make people feel like there's how I make myself feel, you know? So I think it's cool to see that transition going from such a high, high to a low, low back up, you know, that shows so much about a person. Mm-hmm. And so thank, thank you for sharing that. We want to take a quick second and thank today's sponsor of our podcast, which is Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's what we use right now. So let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other places. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So I have just a couple questions, a couple silly questions, and then just maybe like one serious question, uh, a question for Sean. And I, this is, it sounds so weird, like being like, you know, there's more to a person than just what they do. And so Sean, I'd like to talk to you about gymnastics. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, what was one thing that you found to be like a one moment where you like was, was the coolest for you, whether it was competing or in, in the practice gym? You know, what was one moment where you're like, this is a cool moment. I want to remember this. I don't know why this just came, this one thought just came to my mind, but I'll run with it. It's really cool for me to think about now being a mom. I think that's why it feels cool to look back on. But there is this one moment in the middle of the Olympic Games. I'm on the floor with my team. A couple of mistakes have been made by our team during the team final. We know we've lost the gold medal, and we're going to get the silver. Like, we already know this. And to give perspective, we're all 16, 17 years old. We're, we're babies. We're just babies. And I remember wearing the red, white, and blue leotards and, like, the magnitude of the situation. You're in the Olympic arena. Right. And me and my teammates are standing in, like, a circle down by the floor talking about how we wish more than anything in the world we would have – Harry Potter wands with us because we were reading Harry Potter as like a team and it was because we wanted to like control the judges and change the scores Mm. and that's so cute it just like it makes me feel like it was it seems so normal then but it's just this perspective of it makes me happy now as a mom to think I was still a kid Uh and I was just I loved my sport so much and I remember in that moment still loving it that much and it being this cool moment of we're we're at the pinnacle of our sport but yet we're just having fun we're just kids that that is so so cute I love that (laughs) you shared that I want to hear more about that but we'll (laughs) we'll say that for another time you know okay what is a difficult point in your marriage that you guys have overcome? I think after, after we had our miscarriage was a really tough time for us to navigate. It was just, you know, the emotions I felt like made every conversation kind of host, like kind of a hostile mm-hmm. grounds for no particular reason, but it was just, we would just be having a conversation about a normal thing and it, it totally got, I guess, commandeered by emotions in, right. in a negative way. So I felt like it's probably six months to navigate through that and get back on the same page. It was, Well, it was a really interesting time for us because we weren't trying to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't long before we got pregnant that we had had the conversation of we aren't ready to get pregnant. 
yeah. we aren't ready for kids. And so when that, that shocker came to us, we were going through those emotions of how are we going to, you know, center our life around a baby. And it's like, we just had our mind wrapped around it when we miscarried. And it was just this, this interesting phase of emotions where my mind had switched to mom mode. Mm -hmm. I wanted, I wanted a kid. I like, I felt attached to that baby already. I felt like I was a mom and I wanted to fill that void in me. I wanted to get pregnant again. I wanted to start trying. I wanted our life to be focused as parents. And Andrew was then in a phase of, it was traumatic. He wanted to protect me and he wanted to protect our relationship. And he was like, I think we should wait. And that just became almost a tension between us of, well, you know, do we even have sex? Cause we don't want to actually get pregnant. And like, it was just this huge, it was just a lot of tension and yeah. we didn't know how to navigate it because of the emotions involved. We can totally relate to that. I mean, oh, sorry. Yeah. First of all, no one should have to go through that experience. Miscarriage sucks. And like, I've never gone through it physically like Ellie has, but I can see the emotion and that's, as a husband, it's hard to know exactly what to do. Like, like Andrew said, you just want to protect the person. You want to protect your spouse from mm -hmm. going through that again. And I remember vividly one thing after Ellie had her miscarriage before we had Tommy, I sat in the room and I told her, I was like, it's okay if we're done. Like, I'm, I'm happy. I don't want you to think that, you know, if you want to be done, I'm okay with being done. And that's when she pulled out a pregnancy test and it was just like, <laughs> oh my gosh, this is, this is crazy. Mm. But just being able to protect your wife and, and, and do what you can is hard, but going through a miscarriage is one of the, the worst things. And I feel, you know, we send our condolences and apologies. Thank you. So now that we've talked about that, I have some sillier questions. I saw that in your backyard, you guys have like AstroTurf. Is that right? Or is that just like really beautiful yes. grass? Tell me, <laughs> tell me about yeah. the turf. Okay. <laughs> Our backyard gets muddy and it stays muddy for a long time. So I, I proposed to Sean that we just get AstroTurf in the whole backyard. That way, you know, we could play on it more. And he it just wanted looks to do good. the entire backyard, yeah. which is like an acre. I thought it looked <gasps> awesome. Oh my gosh. No, it's not an acre. You act like we, <laughs> it's not, so we, we sit it on, not that much. we sit on a half acre <laughs> we are um, the same person. and, and, and we love it, <laughs> but an acre was like, Oh yeah, that'd be great. I, everything I say is to the extreme. <laughs> Jared, this table was five hundred dollars. Ellie, it's Ellie, two hundred. Ellie is an exaggerator to the extreme. So am I. It's yeah, so crazy. It's, it adds to the story. It's okay? funny unless it's not true. In this, and so what, we we it was a it's a lot of land, but it's okay. not an acre. And so so I wanted to ask for turf at all because it looks good and it's easier and whatever. But I lost that fight. And so we got a little patch, like 13 the back by, patio. and it looks great. Yeah, I, I, I love, love it. it. It's, it's awesome. Does So now your, your dog is, don't tell me, Nash, right? Nash. Yes. yes. So does Nash Dick. relieve himself on the AstroTurf? No, he does not. <laughs> Good. Okay. That was like, yes. oh, what about the dog poop? Because our dog, I'm I sure, know. eventually would poop on it. <laughs> yeah. That's a great question. I was worried about that too. But yeah. no, he like, he... Kind of what it seems like he's learned that it he acts as if that porch is still inside. Nice. So he like doesn't go to the porch unless you say you can go outside. It's oh, funny. It's cool. He's a well-trained dog. That's yeah. so great. We love our, so we have we should two dogs ours. now. We have Penny, who's a yellow lab. She is the sweetest <laughs> dog in the whole world. We definitely she need really to train is. her a little bit more. But she's, she's been so digging great. in our yeah. rocks. Like we've moved all of our bark bark out and then we put rock in because we were so sick of penny digging by the house and then i was so sick of the bushes that we ripped those out and put rock down she's digging the rocks now and she was oh, eating no. one the other day and oh, she was there. eating a rock yeah i'm what like i can't God? handle like, her <laughs> she's a lab labs will eat anything but it's a i rock? couldn't handle it you could I choose almost anything why would you so choose mad. a rock <laughs> uh, <laughs> We could talk about dogs. I love dogs. We could talk about them forever. So do I. Especially gold. You have a, a retriever, golden retriever. Yeah. And I feel like if uh, if we ever have another dog, another big dog, a golden retriever would be it. We just got oh, a, they're the best. a petite golden doodle. 
And so oh, we have like a little piece so of that much. golden doodle or that retriever. <sighs> you guys travel a lot. Traveling is, yes. whether it's speaking events, whether it's YouTube related stuff, what is in your bag, like your backpack? What is, what's your must have in your backpack? Love this question. Well, I mean, mine's changed now. Pre-kid. Pre, pre <laughs> Let's talk pre-kid. Perfect. Pre-kid? Yeah, pre-kid. Like this is stuff for Sean, stuff for Andrew. All right, let me go because I have mine. I need to have my computer. I need to have my external hard drive because I always edit on the road. I need to have my basket, which is like toothbrush, deodorant, etc. I can't go to bed. Etc. Etc. Yeah. Etc. 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 And then I have, I like to travel light. So unless there's like a formal event, I try to bring one other pair, like one other pair of clothes. I only bring one pair of shoes. He'll pack everything in his backpack yeah, for like I just bring a, a five day trip. I don't understand. Good. I love Do you that. reuse your clothes? Like rewear them? Yes. Do you not? He wears the same outfit. For I five love days. that. I love that. <laughs> I need to learn how to do that. You should. And what we're, we want to do a podcast <laughs> with the bucket list family because like, that's They're how they pros live. And so I want to add like uh, all of these questions. Packing is like some, I, I am the most disorganized person. I might like my closet. Ellie always gets upset with me. It's what we talked about on your podcast. I'm always leaving clothes around and it's not fun, but my suitcase and my backpack are the most organized things ever. Like seriously above and beyond Ellie's organization. Yes. Like, and I love it. And so I love asking people like how they pack. I just need mm -hmm. to apply it to the rest of my life. Do you bring any form of entertainment? Do you bring, you know, like, do you have extra charger, you know, like that kind of stuff? What do you, what else do you bring? I have to bring five chargers cause I'll lose all of them and I won't yep. have any by the time we come home. <laughs> I don't know how it's possible, but I, I have purchased more chargers in my time than block is it block best buy best buy sells it's not blockbuster was a fun time any. when we were kids i always had to lip like chapstick i always have uh three charging cords two of which are for iphone because sean always forgets one i always yeah. count on him yeah <laughs> and then one's for and then i'll lose his yeah, and then, yeah. It's funny that, that, yeah, that totally counts. Because what I was going to say was I bring um, at least two, maybe three of everything. One for me, one for Ellie, because I know she will not pack one. And then one because yes. I know she will lose one. So I have exactly. two or three iPhone charging cables, two, definitely two Apple watches because Ellie usually never wears hers. And mm. then I bring at least one micro USB one USB-C <laughs> and then an HDMI out cable. We the same, brother. Just yes. be, like, just in case. Like I always do that. And then every once in a while, I'll bring a Nintendo switch. I bring the snacks. Yeah. Uh, yeah I bring snacks. No, you don't. You have terrible <laughs> snacks. You have like snacks. That don't even, don't she hates like, okay, don't this is our last question. And then we'll wrap no, it up. I've got a couple. I no. want to hear more about this. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear more about say. this. No. Uh, hurry. Everyone tell me your favorite snack, snack issue in our house. Okay. So this is an ongoing issue guys. And maybe you can solve it. <laughs> I can see that. For the past six months, Andrew has saying every time that I go to the grocery store, he's like, can you please pick me up some snacks? We don't have snacks in this house. And I'm like, babe, I would too. What <laughs> snacks would you, you know. he's like, I don't know, snacks. I'm like, okay. something good, something tasty. You should know what he likes by now is what he assumes. <laughs> I will stock yes. the pantry. I will stock the refrigerator. And he'll be like, babe, we're next. And I'm like, there's chips, there's trail mix, there's Nutri-Grain bars. There, like, there's every snack you could possibly imagine. And his snack is not salt. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It to be in small pieces. So I feel like I'm eating a lot of it. You know? You like want her to cut it up for you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, do you need it to be cut into stars? <laughs> I can do that. Okay. So we, we know what Sean's getting. What are you wanting? Give us some names. Are you wanting more like candy? Yes. Swedish Pizza, fish. Candy. Does pizza count as a snack? Celery we, and peanut butter, PB and J, those are snacks to me. We have all of those. I Matt, I just want, I just want it all. We have all of those downstairs. You just <laughs> no, have to make it. have all of them. You always hide them. Man. <laughs> I think Andrew and Ellie would be best friends. Ellie gets all of the snacks. She gets every piece of candy that is available in <laughs> yes. bulk. She has the biggest sweet tooth, and I don't know how she doesn't have mm. more cavities. Honestly, I don't know how she does it, but. That you know, I am 
I try to do my very best. Jared's I, simple. I try to drink as much water as I can. Hint water is so good, but I'm a Dr. Pepper drinker. I the love Dr. Dr. Pepper. Pepper cream oh. soda, guys. Oh my gosh. It's so good. <laughs> I am not a pop drinker in this quarantine. I'm now an addict. Like, yeah. great. We, we like close out the store with us buying the Dr. Pepper cream soda. Those are Amazing. our snacks. Real quick. I think we have one more. Fire, yes. Yeah, fire questions. Favorite, especially now during quarantine, favorite TV show series that you binge and favorite movie that you can watch repeatedly? Favorite TV show? We're trying to find one right now. But our go-to is always New Girl. Just put on in the oh, background. Oh, the best. Love New Schmidt. Um, Love Schmidt. Schmidt is the best. <laughs> yeah. um, what was the second part of the, the movie, movie you like? you watch on repeat. Oh. So this is a bummer. We have, we actually, it's not a bummer. Sometimes I, I do wish we watched more TV, but because of Drew's schedule, we have never watched TV anymore. It's yeah. like, sometimes you just want to sit down and not think about anything. Yeah. So we haven't been watching much, but my favorite movie that I could watch over and over again. Oh man. Can I, this is, this is said this publicly. But La La Land. I, know I it's love La La Land. It's just great. Oh, so it's so be. good. The movie's so great. We we watched it once initially, and Ellie was like, this is the I'm dumbest done. movie I've ever seen. I was in a mood. <laughs> and then I made her watch it again. And we were all in. And we, lo- yeah, loved it. Funny. Maybe I should try it again then. Yeah. Give it, give I'm it on the an hour. opposite end of the spectrum. I like. <laughs> I like like Inception and I love, oh I love yeah, that yeah, yeah. I love like darker have you guys seen fish. Chernobyl the miniseries on HBO no I started you it it's watch a little that. dark for me like it's starting now it's like it's I loved it it's maybe I would so like good. yeah Sean you would love it it's yeah. so good <laughs> Guys, thank you, thank so, you much. so much for taking thank the time. You. Um, you guys are awesome. Check out Sean and Andrew on their YouTube channel, on their Instagram, on the podcast. Do you guys TikTok? Uh, no. Yeah. It's, I mean, we, we did one or two, but I can't keep up it's with any more done. platforms. It's, it's so fun. Yeah, it's so it. fun, though. It's a toilet browsing app for me. Is that too much to say? <laughs> yes. Anyway. anyway, thank you guys so much. I can't wait to talk to you more. I think this is so fun. I'm glad we were able to do this. Thanks again, and we'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Thank Thank you. you, guys. Bye.